welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have a treat for you this week. It's a weird one. So this, on the, on our Summer Screams poll, uh, we asked for people to choose between this or Jaws the Revenge. And the winner was Crawl Jaws from 1995. Now, you may uh, recall that when we started the podcast, our first film was an Italian rip-off of Alien that claimed to be a sequel. Since then, we've discussed other ones, such as Zombie Flesh Eaters. Um, it's, uh, it's something we've touched on a lot. Yeah. Uh, those, those pesky Italians releasing their unofficial sequels. This one might be my favourite. I mean, obviously, not for the right reasons. Obviously, it's not as good as Zombie Flesh Eaters. But uh, this is supposedly Jaws 5. Um... This, this is the weirdest one for me, because I just, I don't see why it was made. It, yeah, it's directed by Bruno Mattai, um, who's infamous yeah. for uh, these sorts of films. We've previously discussed Zombie Flesh Eaters 2, uh, directed by him. He also made Rats, Emmanuel in Prison, Zombie Creeping Flesh... Terminator 2, Shocking Dark. Uh, he made the film under the name of William Snyder, and the budget and the gross is unknown. But it did get a theatrical release in Italy. Okay. my Why I find this one probably the weirdest is because this is 20 years removed from the original <laughs> Jaws. You know, what they usually would do to... They would do sequels to films that were quite... Big at the t- were big yeah. at the time, you know. There's only a f- couple of years between Alien and Alien Two. There's only, a, you know, couple of years between Zombie Flesh Eaters. Uh, excuse me, Zombie and Zombie Two, which was mm. Zombie Flesh Eaters. Um, this one I don't understand <laughs> why twenty years after, and I understand it. It says it's Jaws Five. But it wasn't like Jaws 4 set the world on fire. Yeah, but it's... It, what's really weird is how it directly tries to rip off Jaws 3D with the whole aquarium setting. Mm. So I, I don't... I really don't know what they were going for here. No. No, I've absolutely no idea. And, spoiler alert, the majority of the footage is just stock footage from other films. Yeah. So... I, d- I really do I have absolutely no idea what they were thinking of. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the first part of the trivia. It lifts footage from Steven Spielberg's Jaws, um, Jeanette Swark's Jaws 2, uh, Joe D'Amato's Deep Blood, uh, but mostly from uh, G. Castorelli's uh, The Last Shark and Jaws 3. Okay. Um... Marketed as Jaws 5, Crawl Jaws, with absolutely no connection to Jaws or any of its sequels. No, no whatsoever. Uh, the cast, this might surprise you, uh, was made up of non-union locals from Florida. That's, that's a shock. <laughs> Not. <laughs> in a bizarre series of events, the mafia and the bullying subplots in the film were actually deleted parts from the Jaws novel from 1974. What do you mean by so deleted from the book? So they're deleted the... when it was made into a film. 
Uh, well, it reads uh, that it was deleted parts from the book. So it okay. was it was it was planned to to be part to of the story. Be, yeah, it be part of the story. Okay. I don't know why. Um, it is bizarre. <laughs> Uh, although it was not intended to have a shark on set, there's still a leak that the crew had actually built a mechanical shark for the film. But it ended up broken after multiple problems and there was no money left to build another shark, so the crew went without a shark. Yeah, hence all the stock footage from other films. But the shark's barely fucking in the film. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, it's very clearly a different shark each time. Yeah. Because the quality dips in and out as well, doesn't it? It it does. I I mean, you know, we, we discuss a lot of shit on this podcast and it, we always have the most fun with the shit that we can laugh at and this is, I think this is genuinely God-tier t- trash to piece. This is ridiculous and therefore entertaining and therefore entertaining to sit down and discuss. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, I wouldn't have paid too much money to watch it at the cinema when it came out. No, I mean, I did, I did pay like nearly 30 quid for the Blu-ray from America. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Worth every penny. Um, there's two versions on the Blu-ray. Uh, the the Matai cut, which is the one we watched, and the Snyder cut. Um, apparently the Snyder Cut is just, the transfer is terrible, um, you can't see a lot of what's going on, um, uh, but it has an extra two minutes of footage and that was a version that was released in Japan. Um, this transfer has its moments, um, but the intro scene, I, I really don't know how the other version could look any worse. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, get into it. A huge shark terrorises the beach in Florida and the locals try everything to kill it. <laughs> I suppose that's... The, the, the problem is you're taking footage from a film that's 20 years old at this point. Yeah. But then other films that are 14 years old, 10 years old. N- none of the footage they're taking is anywhere close to 1995. So there's going to be so many dips in quality because I don't think they're cleaning it up before they're putting it in the film either. No, well, I mean, I think, I think Severin Films did the best job they could with this. And oh, a, a oh, lot of it does look really good. Yeah. But um, but you know when the stock footage clearly, is being used. Yeah, there's very clearly a difference between what was filmed in 1995, even though at the beginning I thought it was earlier than that. So it's still not great quality for 95. It looks very 80s. Very 80s. Um, do, do you agree with the plot? The locals trying everything to kill the shark? Um, no, not really. <laughs> um, I mean, it's basically a rehash of the original film's plot, isn't it? Yeah. But just with added mafia and some Romeo and Juliet love story. Yeah. So we start with a crashed military ship, Cleveland. Um... It's rumoured to be holding a top-secret Navy material. Now that I'm looking Not back much. to that... This doesn't dealt with much in the film. I forgot. Well, this is the thing. You say that. I mean, you do know what a top-secret Navy material is. Oh, was it what makes the shark go crazy? No, it is the shark. The shark oh. was Navy trained. Oh, <laughs> gosh, yeah. 
Yes, in this film we are dealing oh with a shark God. trained by the Navy. Oh, I forgot about that. That makes sense. And the Cleveland wreck is what they go to at the end. I knew that, yeah. Um, Three friends named Paco, Jose and Ramon board their boat and investigate the area where the ship ship sunk, intending to sell the Navy material and become rich. Paco and Jose uh, head down to search it, leaving Ramon to guard. And while searching, the pair become trapped after a huge tiger shark knocks a bunch of rocks off a cliff, blocking the exit. Could not see any of this happening, though, because of how dark it was. Where the fuck did you get this from? Um, I had to take this from Wikipedia because I had no idea what happened. No. Uh, And whilst all of this is going on, all these important moments that we're meant to be watching, the opening credits take up the whole screen. They do, yeah. (laughs) That does not make it any easier to see. I had no idea what was going on. Absolutely no idea whatsoever. Well, Paco uses a detonated bomb to blow up the exit. Uh, the explosion is loud enough to attract the tiger shark back onto their location, and it manages to kill the, the divers. Uh, Ramon is confused by the explosion, much like us watching it, um, but also gets killed by the shark after it has attacked their boat. Yeah. So it's, the old man just falls over, essentially. Yeah. So all the the shark does is knock into the boat and he falls over and then we cut, don't we? Yeah. We cut to something else. Um, Yeah, very confusing, very dark. Had no idea what was going on. Yeah. All I really saw were flashes of scuba diving, um, flashes of shark's teeth and flashes of bubbles. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So as... What what Gary's just told us, we're led to believe, is that the shark has deliberately knocked rocks down to block a cave that the two divers are in. Yeah. Because uh, it's military trained. Yeah. <laughs> After this, we're uh, taken to a car um, featuring a young couple, Billy and Vanessa. They're driving to Hampton Bay, Florida... Whilst 70s cop show style theme music plays. Yeah. Driving over a bridge. Driving well, over a bridge. A bridge over troubled water. And the first of many, many weird dialogue exchanges in this film. The dialogue is the standout in it, this film. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know what the writer was thinking. I think Bruno Matomas also wrote it. This is what I believe um, it, Italian, well, anyone who's not American would think Americans are like in this time period because all they have is these, you know, weird American films. It's like slasher films and horror films to go by. You know, they, this is what they thought Americans really talked like. But it doesn't make but, any fr- sense. But through the translation of, you know, American to Italian. It genuinely makes no sense, though. Uh, so, <laughs> Vanessa says, last year you left me to go chase and kill a whales. What do you got in mind for me this year? Billy says, this year, sailing, tennis, discoing till dawn, that sort of thing, if that's all right with you. And Vanessa says... Yes! <laughs> Whilst doing a little fist pump. Um, discoing until dawn. Yeah. What, what I mean, what a schedule that is. It's 
Sounds uh, lovely. Vanessa's a very lucky girl. Butlin's holiday. It does. Um, so the one that what I was a little confused by, um, I'm going to say this a lot, but to begin with, what I was confused by is when they get there, she says something smells fishy. <laughs> so she's so is she thinking oh god you know he's promised me disco until dawn but I'm gonna get killer whales again <laughs> I just think how long have they been driving for and why is she completely unaware of where they're going yeah. or what's going on but everyone seems to know them when they're there <laughs> so is this do they go to the same place every year what is the relation Billy and Vanessa have with the people that live... Say, I don't know. Did you say I, Hudson Bay? Where was yeah, it? in Florida. I, yeah. don't, I really don't know. So did she not know they were going there? Because he says something about, oh, it's just going to be a short stop-off to see everyone. Yeah. But, so does she not want to be there? <laughs> so weird. But then her friends are there yeah. later on. Her friends are there. She knows everyone. Billy knows everyone. I don't know what relation they are. I don't think they're, um, like, blood-related, are they? No. I don't know. We get loads more opening credits. I don't know why there's so many credits in this film. Yeah. Um, Billy... Who the fuck was... There can't be that many people involved, because there were pretty much no special well, effects. Exactly. Billy randomly has sunglasses on. Um, does, yeah. And when they arrive... And they watch a dolphin show at an aquarium uh, whilst awkwardly laughing. Um, this is when <laughs> we're introduced to Bub and his father, Dag. Would you like to describe Dag? Um, Dag looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's essentially, yeah. he looks like yeah. he looks like Hulk Hogan. He is a model specifically with, after Hulk Hogan. Yeah, without the muscles. Um, he's got the handlebar, blonde handlebar moustache. Yeah. And he's got the Hulk Hogan, um, I don't know how to describe that hair. It's not quite shoulder length, but it's, it's like thinning. Yeah. <laughs> and slightly like to the neck, uh, hair. It's exact. He's got the exact same hair as Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, we're also introduced to Dag's daughter, Susie. And Susie is in a wheelchair. So, Su- so Susie's in the water when we were introduced. Yeah. So Susie's in the water. She is um, part of the performance with the dolphins, isn't she? Yeah. So they're watching Susie swimming with the dolphins. And they have like a weird stare down with her. <laughs> And then they smile, and then kind of eventually, after like 10 seconds, <laughs> Susie acknowledges them. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, oh my God, Vanessa's actually come back. You're more beautiful than ever. To which <laughs> Vanessa says to this child, who must be about seven or eight years old, you're quite the little missy yourself, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if Susie's like, oh, Vanessa's come back. So Vanessa didn't know they were going there? No. It's very confusing. Um, Susie tells Cookie the dolphin that she can go home now. (laughs) And a very clearly non-existent crowd (laughs) applauds very loudly. (laughs) 
yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Uh, Just go, because she's swimming back to the crazy. surface. They're clearly not there. And this, this is just, you know, um, audio, no, audio. Yeah, this is, it's, it's clearly just, uh, like, what do you call it? Something pro, um... What is it called? The editing software. It's yeah. a generic sound. Just, it's there. just a bit, but of what is very clearly a very large yeah. audience. Yeah, So, and like, this is, you know, Broadway stage. Yeah. Style, you know, hundreds of people. But there's nobody there. Other there's than, nobody other there. Than those characters we've crowds. seen. Susie really didn't do anything. No, she swims back to the she surface to get into a wheelchair and we're all cheering her. Yeah. And so when she gets in a wheelchair, both Billy and Vanessa look, first of all, they look really shocked and then they are fucking repulsed. It looks they are disgusted. they give is so weird. Because it's kind of starts at shock or a bit yeah. of pity there. And then it kind of turns into as if she's sort of shat in the water. <laughs> it's so weird. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, we sat there and like, this is very rude. You know, you know this girl. You know she's in a wheelchair. Why are you giving her, you know, the, the weirdest of looks? I, I, I assume they were told to look sad. Because um, immediately the the crowd stops clapping as soon as she gets into the wheelchair, and sad music starts playing. Yeah, she tells them, <laughs> "Look how well I can swim now," and she tells them that the dolphins are her teachers, and they've been helping her to swim. You know, mm-hmm. which is lovely. And then they still kind of look concerned yeah you know she's actually a very happy child at this point oh, yeah, that, like, that's oh, important oh, to remember oh. she's constantly smiling constantly she's smiling happy. she's really just having the best time she loves the dolphins she loves pappy which it the film takes a, a long time to <laughs> tell you that pappy is a seal <laughs> and not just another dolphin let's i'm just i need to get something else very clear here um might as well from the get-go this aquarium only has two dolphins and one seal. <laughs> that is it. Cookie, Pappy, and the other one. Who's the other one? Missy. Is it no. Missy? Uh, Daisy. Daisy. Daisy, Cookie, and Pappy are the only animals at this aquarium. Yeah. So let's just get this straight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dolphins are a teacher's... Um, Hulk Hogan comes along and starts telling them about the accident that caused Susie to be in the wheelchair. Well, no, uh, Billy and... Billy, Bob, uh, a guy called Larry with a, a bandana on his head, and uh, and Dag, they go for a walk, and Billy says, oh, I've heard about the accident. I, I came as soon as I heard. Like, well, did you? Like, when was this accident? How long yeah, did it take really? you to drive there? Oh. Um, <laughs> to which Dag says... But she seems perfectly happy. Well, yeah, well, this is when Dag says, I lost my wife, my will to live, and most of all, Susie's smile. Literally, Susie has not stopped Susie smiling. Susie is perfectly fine. You also think that Susie not smiling is worse than losing your wife and being suicidal. That's so weird. I, like it's weird dialogue. Who fucking read this and was yeah. like, oh, oh god, yeah, I, I need to need to work on that film. 
Oh, I got it written here. Did it come crashing down and it hurt inside? <laughs> <laughs> Which nobody will get. It's, it's the Hulk Hogan theme. Yeah, um, he says, she'll never be able to walk again. Fortunately, she's a strong kid. And here at the aquarium, she's found some reason to live. So like, what? <laughs> some reason to yeah. Swimming with two with, fucking dolphins. You know, she. But the thing is, she's she's had an accident. She can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. You know, we understand that. It's not a nice thing to happen to a young girl or to anyone. But everyone's acting <laughs> as if this is you know. The end for this yeah. poor girl. And it's like, um, it doesn't sound like you've been very supportive. No. The fucking dolphins are being more helpful and supportive <laughs> than you lot. <laughs> telling her she's, oh, she had no reason to live after the accident. Bloody hell. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's what he says. Cookie and Daisy only listen to her. And Puppy, he's got a crush on her. At this point, I didn't know that he <laughs> was, that Puppy was a seal. And I didn't think it was a dolphin. <laughs> I thought Poppy was a fucking human being. Yeah. I thought, okay, why does this random old man have a crush on this little girl? Um, Billy, Bob, Dag and Larry all sit down to have a conversation about how the business is going. Um, and now the ho- the overheads have been on his back, haven't they? Yeah. The overheads are high and shows a few. Yes. But if Bob wins the regatta this year, they should be okay. Bitch, what was all that fucking crowd not too long ago? Yeah, they're the biggest audience. You had about 500 people in. (laughs) Where are they gone? (laughs) And no wonder wonder you fucking shows a few. You've only got two dolphins and a seal. (laughs) You've got this massive aquarium. You've got three animals. How how big are your overheads if all you have to do is fucking feed three animals? Um, We're introduced to Sheriff Francis, who shows up. Walks in front of the camera, says, hi, Dag, and walks off screen. <laughs> he's a bit, I thought he was a bit sadder than that. He was like, hi, Dag. <laughs> well, Which was very confusing because I thought a lot of these people were saying, hi, Dad. <laughs> um, I was like, God, they've got loads of kids. <laughs> Obviously, Officer Francis is much older and not uh, Dag's child. Yeah, um... I mean, there's a reason he looks sad. He's there to give an eviction notice from Samuel Lewis, uh, one of the overheads. And uh, they have to be out of there in 30 days. In a bizarre series of events, um, each... uh, Dag, Bob and Larry all take on a different role. Yeah. So Francis says, I'm really sorry. Dag, who is currently the calm one, says, well, you've always been a good friend, Francis, and besides, 30 days is a long time. A lot could happen in that time, like a shark attack, am yeah. I right? Um, Bob, who's somewhere in between, he's like, well, all we have to do is give him advance on rent for the next 15 years. Fucking hell, that's extreme. Yeah. Larry, <laughs> it's absolutely fucking fuming. And he says, that fat money-grubbing bastard, I'd like to rip his balls off. So that's the first mention of ripping someone balls, someone's balls off. Yeah. Um, it's, it happens a lot in this <laughs> film. A 
hell of a lot. It's also the first of two times that Sam is called fat, and he's actually not even fat. I know, it's a bit harsh. <laughs> um, so, I just had a little description down of what all these characters look like in this <laughs> scene. So, Billy actually looks like Billy from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> he also looks like Matt Damon, boo, in The Talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think that was what they were going for. Dag, of course, looks like Hulk Hogan. Bob looks like Luke Perry from 90210. <laughs> Larry is dressed as a mechanic with a bandana on his head. He looks... Do you know who he looks like? <laughs> One of the zombies in Dawn of the Dead. And it is a female zombie, but she's wearing like a mechanic's outfit and a bandana. <laughs> or or I think I'm putting two together in Dawn of the Dead, but she, she's got a bandana on her head. Uh, Francis just looks like a cop. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's a cop by the ocean because he's got aviator sunglasses too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very 90s reference. They had to go with all the 90s stereotypes and what was popular. Yes. Um, after Larry goes off about, um, Sam being fat and liking money, uh, <laughs> Dag says, uh, don't listen to him. He's young, he's hot-headed, that's all. And then Francis finally realises that Billy's there. Yeah, so Billy's been stood there this whole fucking time, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Francis like, oh my god, Billy, I can't believe you're here! And oh my god, oh! All, like, all excited to see each other. Like, you've been stood there this entire time. It's the kind of thing you do when you're being passive-aggressive, isn't it? You're like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. But they were so happy to see each other, and... Uh, <laughs> Francis asks how the research is going, and uh, Billy says, This winter, I'm sailing on a cuddy shark. That floating madhouse for fish freaks. <laughs> yes. Hilarious play, obviously, on cuddy shark. Yeah, the, it's a floating madhouse for fish freaks. Yeah. Flying? Did you say flying? Floating. Floating. I think said flying. Um... We're introduced to Ronnie, who is Sam's son, and uh, he's on the beach with some random girl. He steals her towel and start, she I starts chasing that random, him. Was that a random girl, not Gre- uh, um, Glenda? Or it might have been, actually. But um, he's chasing her around. They run past uh, Tommy, who is sitting there with two other girls, having a relaxing time, and kicks sand over him. And he says, hey... Why don't you go bust someone else's balls? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking obsessed with balls in this film. The whole film is obsessed with balls. Um, yeah, this is a very empty beach. Yeah. Very. They're <laughs> the only people on there. I'd be a bit fuming. I was like, you have so much, <clears throat> so much space on this beach. Uh-huh. There's fuck all else people there, which is surprising. Um, but there's so much space. And you're messing about right next to us, kicking sand. Yeah. I didn't think these people knew each other at this point. So I was like, yeah, I'd be fuming as well. What are they playing at? All of the girls are in bikinis, of course. This is the most summer film that we've discussed so far. It actually looks like it's filmed in summer, which is surprising. <laughs> they discover the body of a diver. They do. Yeah, they do. Um, but they don't really look too bothered about it. Like, oh, okay, what's that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they find a dead body. The body's like... Surrounded by seagulls. Yeah. Um, but their faces, they are not shocked. They're just like, oh. <laughs> they're, 
They, what did I say? They looked like they'd found a couple having a shag on the beach <laughs> rather than a dead body. Francis turns up and thinks it's the work of a speedboat propeller. Now, okay. this guy is chopped into separate pieces. Um, Billy thinks it was a shark or a killer whale. Um, they take it into autopsy and they dramatically put the smell and stuff under their noses from the silence of the lambs. What mm-hmm. is it? I'm not sure what it's called. Um, but you know, yeah, but the, yeah, the two like white lines underneath the nose. Yeah. Um, Billy has obviously just seen the corpse on the beach. Um, but when they unzip the body bag, he's literally like, are you fucking kidding me? What is this? He is so shocked. He can't believe his eyes. What I don't understand is why is Billy at the autopsy? Because <laughs> like, he's a fish expert. But he's a fish expert. But why, I mean, surely he shouldn't be at an autopsy unless he's proper police procedural staff. You'd think so, but anyone goes wherever they want in this film. It's true. Um, the coroner... What exactly does he do for a living, though? Is he just... Fish expert. Fish magnet. Yeah. Um, the coroner... <laughs> he takes one look at the body and he's like, yeah, shark. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the thing is they haven't even unzipped it fully no just unzipped the face it's like yeah shark <laughs> okay it's definitely shark um yeah and that's it yeah so yeah. Francis who at first was like oh, I don't know like when Bill the fish expert was like oh yeah it's, it's definitely a shark like, mm, I don't know it doesn't seem right to me this coroner takes one looks like shark like, oh my god there's a shark on the loose <laughs> And he believes it immediately. So, although uh, Sam and the mayor, Godfrey, disagree on the shark theory, they don't bother to postpone the upcoming regatta because they don't want to miss out on being a tourist attraction. This seems like a familiar premise. I know, yeah. Hmm. Um, Yeah, this is our first introduction to the definitely not fat Sam. Um, The mayor is probably the most boring character in the film. He's just there. He's just oh, God, there to just yeah. agree with things. He's got glasses and a moustache, and he's just there, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. And his contract runs out like halfway through the film. <laughs> he just kind of he disappears. disappears. Um, Billy, nice to have seen a death scene with him. <laughs> Billy explains that only one shark could have done this—a tiger shark—and <gasps> then demonstrates how big the, sh- the shark's mouth is. Yeah, I was a little. So, was the body on the beach? Maybe I missed something. Was it, like, in half, then? Yeah. Oh, I see. So that makes more sense. Yeah, it's all in random pieces on the beach. Because I was like, if the shark's mouth was so wide, I was like, well, surely you'd have just, like, swallowed him? <laughs> just eaten him? Um, but if he's cut in two... But then why didn't he eat him? Because they needed evidence to uh, let everyone know that the shark's turned up. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole premise is that sh- the shark's eating people. Yeah. So there shouldn't be any bodies left. Yeah, I mean, obviously he tasted really bad, so he just spat him back out. Maybe. There we go. Um, at Old Beach, <laughs> the beach from Old. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it called Old Beach? It's called Old Beach. Oh, shit. Ronnie and uh, the angry sand guy, um, Tommy, whistle at a girl in a bikini. To which Tommy says, you see that? A super babe. She had tits on her like watermelons. 
And Ronnie says, you like the mole along as long as they're breathing. Lovely. <laughs> a super babe. Super and nothing babe. to say about that? Not really. I mean, it's a summer horror film set by the beach in the 90s. I mean, you're going to have ladies in bikinis being objectified by obnoxious characters. Well, said ladies are Glenda, Vanessa and Gloria. And they show up and they're like, Yoo-hoo, Ronnie! Yeah, they are like, Yoo-hoo, Ronnie! Um, Gloria runs over to Bob, who's on the beach, and she's like, Hi, Bob! And he's like, Oh, hi, Gloria! And uh, Gloria is Ronnie's sister, and has uh, the hots for Bob. She says she wants to see Susie after the show tonight, but Bob doesn't think it's a good idea because their dads have got beef with each other. <gasps> oh, my God. And she Romeo says, and Juliet. She says, do you always do what your daddy tells you to do? And he's like, uh, no. And uh, she's like, great. Well, I'll see you at the aquarium at eight. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Tommy tells the girls that uh, he is the person in charge of pussy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need a better build up than that. Why? Um, because this this is my favourite line of dialogue in the film. So he runs over to him. He's like, hold it. And Glenda's like, what do you want? And he says, I'm the person in charge of pussy. I have to check your credentials. And Ronnie's there like... <laughs> like... <laughs> Someone sat down... And they wrote those those exact words in this script. I am the person in charge of pussy. So how do Vanessa and Glenda respond to this? In sync, they say, dick brain, dick brain, dick brain, and run away. <laughs> they do. There we go. So in 1995, that's what Italian filmmakers for Americans were like. <laughs> Um, Ronnie visits his dad and uh, says he thinks... I find it so weird that Ronnie goes to visit his dad, but we never see Ronnie anywhere else. No. But then, spoiler alert, later on in the film, he overhears a conversation by being, like, stealthy, you know, hiding behind a wall. And right, so does he live there or not? (laughs) Because he's like, can I come in? And yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. And just comes into the house. So you get the impression he doesn't live there. But then nothing else in the film suggests that he doesn't live there. No. No, it's, it's a bit of a weird going on. Yeah. Um, so he says, he tells his dad, they think Francis and Billy are making up the shark thing because of the eviction notice. And then he spills the tea on Bob having a crush on Gloria. To which Samuel says, That dirty little bastard, I'll tear his fucking balls off. Strike two. Balls again. No, three. Strike three. No, balls being ripped off. The balls being mentioned for the third fucking time. Balls being mentioned for the third time. Balls being ripped off for the second (laughs) time. Ronnie gets far too close to his dad and tells him he has a better idea. Um, You may recall in our Conjuring rip-off episodes... Well, we spoke a lot about day for night filmmaking, mm. in which a scene is shot in the day and it's got a filter put on the top of it to make it look like nighttime. This is some of the most hilariously obvious day for night filmmaking I've seen. It's, it's truly awful, because, I, and this is probably just how my brain works, but I found it so frustrating 
thinking of where is the light source coming from. Yeah. For them to be able to see anything or uh-huh. do anything. Like, there was no light source. There was no light source. They should be in pitch black. Yeah. And they're doing all this, that, and you... Because it goes on a while. Yeah. And it, maybe it's my brain, maybe, but... It, I just I found it so distracting. It's like filming at fucking night time. There is one. There was only one scene in this film that was actually set at night time. Yeah. All the other night time scenes are all this fucking day for night shit. If you could film that one scene at night time, you could have done the rest of it. It's ridiculous. Uh, a couple, Jan and Katie, sadly not a lesbian couple. It's a man called Jan. Um, start making out on the beach. Uh, Katie decides she wants to go for a swim instead. To which Jan says, oh, what a pain in the ass. You go by yourself and I'll wait for you here. Every yes. film we've discussed so far this month has involved a scene like oh this. Oh, my God. And he also, he, like, sticks his toes in. She sort of talks him round to it. Uh, when she uh, suggests that they get it on in the sea. Yeah. And he sticks his toes in. And he's like, it's freezing. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to have another shrinkage joke? <laughs> like we did in House of the Dead. Well, yes, he goes all the way in. But he does go in. And she uh, she starts scaring underwater. She says, stop playing around, Jan. Uh, but then Katie is killed by the shark. Jan manages to escape whilst shouting her name the whole time. No. So Katie's attacked by the shark in a film, uh, in a scene very reminiscent of the original Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, as Jan swims away and just shouts back, Turn around to her. <laughs> Just leaves her to it. Yeah. Yeah. Jan's She's a gone. prick. Um, like, Fuck this. I'm out of here. Good luck. Good luck, Katie. It's uh, still night time. Mm. And Gloria and Susie are feeding the dolphins. Also, Susie's name is spelled S-U-S-Y. So Don't. it constantly looks like I should be saying sussy. We had the subtitles on. And it was very distracting seeing Susie uh, spell S-U-S-Y because I've never in my life seen it spelled that way. <laughs> Doug tells her that it's time for her supper and Gloria says she should probably go home or her dad won't let her have any dessert. Yes. Um, very exciting scene. Instead of going home, Gloria goes for a walk on the beach with Bob. Nice little romantic stroll. Yeah. So it's, if it's dinner time... And it's still light enough for Gloria and Bob to have a romantic stroll on the beach. It can't be that late. Yeah. So, it, but again, where's your light source? You're on the beach. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bob reels off all his problems. He tells her that Susie can't use her legs. Like, oh, did you need to tell her that? <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's true. But he he's feeling a bit sorry for himself, isn't he? Yeah. He's like, oh, it's the accident. My mum's dead. My sister's paralysed, I've got a sad dad, there's the eviction, and now the shark. Yeah, things can't get any worse. Um, <laughs> Gloria responds to this by saying, I feel so ridiculous. When you see and feel certain things, you suddenly realise how futile the things you strive for are. Oh, what deep. the fuck? <laughs> they have a kiss, uh, and Ronnie and two other guys show up, Catching them in the act. To which Ronnie says, Gloria! <laughs> he gives her a slap. He does. And sends her home. And then they beat up Bob, leaving him on the beach. Yes, with some hilarious sound effects, by the way. Yeah, this this scene isn't actually dealt with in any way. No. There's no... 
No, it's the second time that someone knocks Bob out in this film. First of two times that someone knocks Bob out in this film and there's no reaction to it. It's no. never mentioned again. No. Um, they then proceed to break into the aquarium to poison the dolphins with rat-poison-laced fish. Yeah, they managed to get Daisy with it, um, with the fish. Dag and Larry show up. Um... <laughs> It, this is very strange because I'm, I'm again I'm not I'm concerned about what time of day night it is <laughs> because they break into the aquarium they say I'll oh, keep it quiet or you'll wake them mm-hmm. and I'm like it was just dinner time not too long ago but the seal starts making noise yeah so the seal sees them and starts making a noise which alerts Larry and Dag. So the the guys run off after throwing one fish into the 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 uh, aquarium. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know what you call it actually, um, but into the water, but leave their bag by the side. Yeah, which has another poison laced fish. Mm-hmm. Larry comes across the bag. Pulls out the fish. A dag, dag does this. Dag, dag, excuse me. It's because dag looks like a Larry. Dag pulls out the fish, gives it a good sniff, and realises it's been poisoned. <laughs> and then you kind of see the, the other dolphin in the water, the one that's been poisoned in the water, kind of playing dead, Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, first of all, how the fuck can Dag know that it was poisoned just by smelling yeah. it. <laughs> He's like, this is poisoned fish. <laughs> and yeah, and then Daisy's um, pretending to die. Yeah, and, uh, bless her. Jan is now at the police station and has reported that Katie was eaten by a shark. I don't know if this is just really bad editing, but Francis is like, yeah, fucking right. As if anyone be eaten, ever be eaten by a shark. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I want to interrogate this guy. Is... Why do you not fucking believe it? You know there's a shark it's out there. It's so weird because uh, Francis turns up at the police station in his uniform. He says to who I assume is his deputy, you know, this must be really important to wake me up in the, at this hour. <laughs> so I'm like, what fucking time is it if he's asleep? So the deputy explains that Jan um, says that his girlfriend, Katie, was killed by a shark. Mm -hmm. And so the deputy seems to believe that this is important enough to wake up Francis. But then the deputy goes on to say that he doesn't really believe him, thinks he's probably drunk... (laughs) He's going to give him a breathalyzer test and might write him up on being drunk and disorderly or whatever it's called. So why did... If you're, if you're turning around and say, oh, sure, Jan, then, <laughs> why, then why have you woken Francis up in the middle of the night to tell him yeah. that you don't believe this guy? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. And then following on from that, you've got Francis just like... Yeah. Completely disbelieving not it. Completely disbelieving it. Also, if he's coming in and saying my girlfriend Katie is dead, even if you don't believe the shark attack, why would you still just give him a breathalyzer and send him on his yeah. way with a, a like? Uh, I'm assuming if you're writing him up, up on being drunk, it's just a um, a fine. Mm-hmm. 
You're just sent to Norway. So, like, so where's Katie then? Why? Yeah. The police are awful in this film. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, seriously. Billy shows up to save Daisy in very dramatic and silent fashion. Like, it's just a scene of everyone just staring at the camera. Um, and then Daisy's fine all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who these people that saved the dolphin. <laughs> Because in the, uh, uh, what's it, in the um, subtitles, it just says woman, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Woman. So, so even the people doing the subtitles are like, I have no idea what character <laughs> this is meant to be. Because um, it's still doing the fucking day for night shit. Yeah. And uh, you don't actually see her face properly. So Lord knows, it, well, I'm assuming it's just a vet or something. The next day, uh, Francis jumps over a rail... <laughs> Uh, whilst more stereotypical <laughs> cop TV show music plays. This is giving me pure Dukes of Hazard. And he means business. So he, he's walking to go see Billy. You could totally tell that the actor, I don't, I don't know if the... Uh, potentially the actor was a bit more um, known. Mm. Or, you know, I'm assuming he's still non-union, but probably a bit more known. And he was... Yeah. Uh, um, he was a bit like, oh... Mate, I'll do it, but you've got to add this scene where I get to do a cool little jump over a barricade. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll put that in for you. Billy's just sitting in an office somewhere looking at a picture of a shark, not moving. Um, and then Francis sneaks up on him, puts his hands on his shoulder. We get a jump scare noise, and Billy's just like, oh, hi, Francis. It's not a jump scare noise, though, is it? I think it is. No, it's it's being perfectly timed with the music. <laughs> That's it was perfectly timed. With like, <laughs> um, Francis is after disbelieving Jan. It, Francis is like, looks like we had another shark attack last night. To which <laughs> Billy says, "Where?" <laughs> Francis is like, "At Old Beach, <laughs> the only fucking beach <laughs> in the beach. fucking film." What do you fucking think? <laughs> Where else is a shark gonna be? Billy explains that sharks only know how to swim, eat, and make baby sharks, and that the only way to get rid of them is by killing it or starving it. But it's the same thing. Yeah. So, this is where, again where I'm a bit confused. I mean, I'm no shark expert, <laughs> but they're acting as if shark the shark's only going to eat humans. Yeah. But they don't. No. Shark, sharks eat fish and shit. Mm-hmm. So you can't starve the shark unless you get rid of all the wildlife in the yeah. sea, in the ocean. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Starve it. So starve it means nobody going out mm-hmm. to get eaten by a shark. Yeah. But, but also, which also makes me question, so if they believe that this shark only eats human flesh... Mm-hmm. Then when they try to lure it with bait later in the film, what's that bait? I mean, supposedly meat. <laughs> but who's meat? Exactly. Exactly. So all those balls being ripped off, <laughs> they're there to feed the shark. Samuel brags to Dag about how he's going to build a hotel where the aquarium is currently and offers him a big lump of cash to leave early. To which... Dag says, and I'm, I'm not even joking, this is the exact line of dialogue. Dag says, you're some sort of son of a bitch, Sam. Some sort of. Some sort of. Um, Dag threatens to beat the shit out of him. And uh, Susie's there. 
She's watching all this. Her she's aggressive like, father. <laughs> Don't be so wicked, Mr. Lewis. Gloria cares about Cookie and Daisy too. <laughs> to which... <laughs> to which Sam says... <laughs> Just Cookie and Daisy. Just. Yeah. Cookie was shit about Poppy. This is meant to be an aquarium. You know, this is a big place. And it's just Cookie and Daisy, yeah. just two dolphins. <laughs> yeah, so then, <laughs> after this, Sam says, Tell your Bob to stay away from my daughter, or you can buy another wheelchair. <laughs> but when he says this, the camera just focuses on Susie. <laughs> I gasped. I was like, oh my god. Um, nothing to say. But to great hilarity, after this wheelchair joke, um, Poppy... It's like, okay, well, no one's clearly gives a shit about me and talk about Cookie and Daisy and pushes Sam into the pool. She's Sam into whilst Dagging Susie laugh at him. Yeah. Essentially. Um, Samuel takes the sheriff to see the mayor and um, he says Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is so confusing, this fucking film. I don't know who said this. Uh, uh, then have it your way, but remember you're the ones who wanted to open up a diner for sharks. <laughs> <laughs> who said Billy, that? Billy said that. No, Francis said it. Francis, Francis said, said it. it. Yeah. Who's this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so confused. There's a lot of fucking characters to remember. Yeah, they, they just basically discuss the same old shit about that they're not going to put off the ceremony or the regatta. Yeah, I just thought the Diner for Sharks was quite funny. Um, Billy and Vanessa make out whilst uh, 90s dance music plays on their TV, which is just basically a singer just counting down. Yeah, I thought it was an advert. No, it was a song, so we went oh. for the whole fucking scene. Oh. Um, Francis visits them to speak... Uh, to to them both, uh, but Van- Vanessa is fucking for you, man. So like, okay, once and for all, Billy, it's the fish on me. What do I have to do to pay get you to pay attention to me? Grow girls. <laughs> Glenda it's shows true. up. I mean, she's in a very sexy outfit. Oh yeah, uh, very sexy two piece, and um, he's he's gonna go off fishing when he yeah. could be. Uh, um, with her dancing, discoing till noon. Well, till dawn. what? Yeah, no, disco until dawn. Till dawn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Glenda shows up to piss uh, to to piss up Vanessa. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically they do go out on the piss. Yeah. Um, to pick up Vanessa to go to the club. Vanessa tells her to wait. There's something she has to say to Billy. This is actually my favorite line of dialogue in the film. She says, "Billy." I want you to find the tallest skyscraper you can find and throw yourself off it and then go fuck yourself! It's <laughs> a bit harsh. So she wants him to find the tallest skyscraper and throw himself off it and then go fuck himself. I mean, that's physically impossible. <laughs> Either way round. What an amazing insult. <laughs> that's um, a bit harsh, though. <laughs> I mean, so... Again, I'm very confused. So she doesn't have an issue with where they are. No. Even though, by all accounts, she was surprised to be there. Even though people they're friends with are there. Mm-hmm. Um, her problem is with Billy being so distracted yeah. by 
the ocean. Yeah, pretty much. Um, after this, Francis says, nice temper. I know, yeah. <laughs> She's got a bit of a point, though. Not not the whole jump off a skyscraper part. It's a bit harsh. Um, but a bizarre series of events, Dag and Susie are having a conversation. He's talked to him to bed. They're having a conversation about um, sharks eating people. It's like, if the blood come out when the shark eat people? And he's like, yeah, well, fucking, of course, you fucking moron. Um, he, he then starts to read her a bedtime story and he's barely two words in and she immediately falls asleep. But he she carries does. on reading. Do, do you know what the jealousy I felt in that moment, being able to go to sleep like that? Like, wh- how fucking boring is the story? <laughs> well, Tom Thumb, isn't it? Well, I, I don't know. I think it's here enough of it. She'd already fell asleep. But he was just like, there once was a bloke called Tom Thumb. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, the disco's in full swing. Uh, a band is playing a song about being tired of running, jumping trains and having a bad attitude. Yeah. Um, Tommy, Ronnie, uh, Glenda and Vanessa meet up, to which Tommy says, Sexy mamas. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Glenda says, You know, Tommy, you give off a certain animal magnetism. And he says, What can I say? I'm a sex machine. I even have a spare set of balls. Balls again. Balls again. And Vanessa says, does that mean you've got enough to go around? Ronnie... (laughs) Ronnie starts dancing with Glenda. They're having an amazing time. They're smiling. You know, they're getting on really well. And he says, excuse me, I forgot my lifesaver. And Glenda says, I hope you drown. And sticks a middle finger up to him. Yeah, because he goes off with Vanessa. Yeah. So they... So I, I don't really get the whole lifesaver thing. No. So is Van- Vanessa there to save him from Glenda? Even though he, previous to this moment and after this moment, mm-hmm. is extremely friendly with Glenda. Yeah. Um, I assume they were... Boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he moves away with Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa bitches to him. Yeah, um, just moans about Billy the whole time. About how boring her relationship is. Because Billy only cares about groupers and flatheads. Yeah. Glenda um, is disgusted in Tommy's dancing. And she's like, what are you doing? Belly dancing? Uh, but he thinks it's a work of art. And starts talking shit about artists. So she kicks him in the balls. Surprisingly. Yeah. And she says, what do you use for a jockstrap? A walnut shell with a piece of elastic? (laughs) This is a weird act of aggression that makes no sense. (laughs) Um, Because they're pally-pally after this. And for the the rest of their lives. Yeah. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Not much of it. Not much of it. Um, Ronnie tries to act all sensitive. Yeah. Um, and goes off with Vanessa. It, it works. Well, he tells her that he's free, desperately lonely, generous and full of love. It's written in his eyes. And yeah, she, she falls for it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she, they go off together. Yeah. Billy turns up to the party. Uh-huh. 
Um, to which Glenda and Tommy laugh at him after telling him Vanessa and Ronnie have gone to Lover's Beach. No, the, they've gone to the Beach of Pleasure. Beach of Pleasure, excuse me, the Pleasure Beach. Um, Gloria and Bob go for a romantic walk on the beach again uh, during the not-so-night night time. Stop. And uh, they discuss running away together. Ronnie and Vanessa run around on the beach laughing for a bit before going swimming. Glenda and Tommy show up and decide to scare the shit out of Ronnie and Vanessa. Tommy uses a megaphone, pretends to be the police. Ronnie believes it, but then Glenda takes over and says, Is it me or are you in shit up to your neck? And then he realises and says, Oh, you. Yeah. The, the shark comes after him. Um, well, the weird part the weird part there's lots of them but the shark has seemingly grabbed or got tangled in with like a rope mm -hmm. uh, with a boy attached to it as in like uh, the floaty things in yeah. the ocean so in because they didn't have a shark mm -hmm. in this film what they did instead was use this boy as a stand-in for Jaws's shark fin. Uh-huh. Which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it looks terrible. It looks terrible. And so when the shark... So when they're, they, they're leaving the water, but the shark's behind them, instead of seeing a shark fin, we get stock footage of some sort of shark underneath mm -hmm. with a rope tied to yeah. it. And then, in the actual footage that they must have um, done for the f this film, the boy is just sort of moving across. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. I, at one point, he sends it flying out of the water as well, but they don't know any of this is going on. They're completely unaware, so they get out alive. Yeah. And the scene abruptly ends. Yeah, they do. Francis, Sam and Godfrey, uh, the mayor... Hold a conference where they talk about the shark protection gates that have been put up. Sam gives his word that absolutely nothing will happen. A British family have travelled all the way to Florida. Were they British? Yeah. Like, oh, hello. I'm here to see the uh, the shark that's killed all those people. Um, and France is like, yeah, the shark's oh, no longer here. I believe they came all the way from Britain. Yeah, to, to see, see the shark, shark that's killed people. The kid from the family is like, oh my god, I thought you see a shark. So the dad punches him in the head. And he's like, oh, shut up, Ronnie. Yeah, that's another Ronnie. That's Why do you include nice. two Ronnies in your film? Yeah. Also, the beach is empty. Yeah. Through the, so much of this film, that beach is, it is. completely empty. It is. And, <laughs> yeah, I I just can't understand why they'd come all the way to, uh, to this beach. But so quickly as well. And they disappear as well. It like, only happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. Two soldiers in a helicopter spot the shark, and someone's like, hey, isn't that the shark? And the other one's like, yeah, that's him, all right. That son of a bitch. Uh, and they shoot it in the head really easily. Yeah, end of film. Um, the British family follow Francis with the hope they'll see the shark. That's it, and that's the last thing you see them in. Uh, everyone stands around to watch a dead shark getting dragged out of water, and uh, <laughs> Dag says, it's a tiger shark, all right. Susie says, Daddy, does that mean his daddy was a shark and his mother was a tiger? 
Fucking serious, you stupid little twat. <laughs> what I, I don't get is the 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 shark being dragged out of the water was yeah. actual stock footage of a real shark uh-huh. with like a giant hook in its head and yeah. everything. I was like, is that really necessary? Like, come on, mate. But uh, just because they got the wrong shark and then the other one comes back anyway, it just didn't need to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Billy isn't convinced that they got the real shark. No. Um, because of the jaw span. Yeah. He's obsessed with this jaw span. I suppose it is called Cruel Jaws. Yeah. Uh, the boat from the beginning of the film is found adrift with mm-hmm. no one on board. Uh, Dag suspects a shark attack, but Sam and the mayor aren't convinced. No. Um, so we, we know where this is going because it's the day of the regatta. Yes, it is. Um, Sam kisses an unattended kid and has his photo taken. Well, no, he won't have his picture taken. He's, he's no, he does for one of them, but not the second one. Oh yeah. I saw the bit where he goes to a photographer and he's like, no, no, don't take my picture. That's at the end. So at the beginning, so he, there's this kid there. That he gives... When I say kiss, I mean... It gives a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Like, very... Um, very old now. I don't, I don't think you'd see any, any politicians doing that now. Um, but politicians back in the day, mm-hmm. the whole running thing was, you know... They'd have photos of them holding baby and kissing mm. baby. You know, shit like that. So I, I get that. Even though I'd, he's not a politician, so I don't really understand. Um... But this kid's parents not around. He kind of picks up and gives a kiss on the mm-hmm. cheek. Um, then a woman goes by. And she's in a bikini. Um, what is she? She's she says something inane. I don't really know. Does she? Yeah. Um, nothing interesting because I would have written it down if it was. Um, and then the photographer takes a photo. But then the second time, he refuses a photo with from the photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. What's the point of this? So after this, uh, Billy says, that motherfucker is acting so strange, it's almost as if someone has trained him to attack and kill. That's him talking about the shark. (sighs) Oddly enough, he's right. It's Navy trained. Um, (laughs) Bob, uh, there's a, a surfing competition going on. Yeah, so it's windsurfing. Yeah. So, apparently, Dag still believes there's a shark out there, but he's okay with Bob windsurfing yeah. in the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really mentioned. No. Um, Vanessa turns up and wants to see Billy. Um, at but she's kind of happy about it. So where's Billy? Well, before that, Bob says that he's planning on um, beating the pants off that loudmouth Ronnie uh, in the competition so he can win the money to pay off Sam. Yes. Um, yeah, and then Vanessa's now fine with Billy and she's like, come on, Susie, let's go find Billy and we'll watch the competition together. Yeah. Like, How? How are you fine with him? You told him to fucking kill himself and then fuck himself. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, Ronnie's getting ready because he's partaking in the windsurfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Glenda are being flirty, even after he ditched no, her. Well, 
Oh yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Even after he ditched her last night, yeah, to go and frolic in the ocean mm-hmm. with uh, Vanessa. Yeah, and even though she was with Tommy. Yeah, so seemingly, the previous night just never happened. Yeah. in terms of relationship statuses. Uh, <laughs> Gloria wishes Bob luck, mm-hmm. and Ronnie threatens to rip his balls off. <laughs> And wear him his earrings. Wear him his earrings. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, the mayor talks to Sam about the net costing $30,000. Yeah. So there's a $30,000 net that's been put up in the ocean to stop the shark from getting to the regatta. Uh-huh. Even though they believe that the shark was already killed. Yeah. And it's only Billy and Dag who really suspect that it's a different shark. Uh-huh. We then get... Also, whilst all this is going on, there's a song playing in the background with the lyrics. All you want to do is dance, dance, dance. While there is rhythm, there'll be no romance because all you want to do is just dance. Yeah. Which is kind of the opposite of the situation between <laughs> Billy and Gloria. But anyway. Uh, not Gloria. Oh, fuck's sake. What's her name? Vanessa. Vanessa. She'll be dead soon, so it's fine. Um, as they're discussing this $30,000 net, <laughs> we keep cutting to stock footage. Or I keep calling it stock footage, but it's not necessarily stock footage. It might be from one of the other films. Yeah. But I'm calling it stock footage for ease. Uh, we keep cutting to stock footage of a shark biting a metal cage. Yeah. Not a net. It's a metal cage. <laughs> yeah, and then after this, we, we have to assume that it got through the cage because um, <laughs> the Jaws theme song, or a budget version of the Jaws theme song starts playing. Like You have to hear it to believe it. It is like the exact same, but it must be like a different key or something. Yeah. Um, and it plays as the shark approaches... The surfing competition begins, and the funky soundtrack gets even better. And uh, after this, Ronnie and Bob uh, exchange insults. They exchange insults as they're very clearly pretending to win, sir. <laughs> they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Once, <laughs> one says, you're disgusting. The other says, you're a piece of shit. The other says, you're vomit. And the other says, you're nobody. And the other says, you're a loser. Uh, then Bob seemingly falls into the water. Yeah. So we then get footage of the shark biting through an actual net. <laughs> an actual net. Or making its way through an actual net. Uh-huh. Uh, do we then again see the pink boy moving in mm-hmm. the water. Yeah. We get lots of shark footage of... Well, Bob seemingly falls in the water, yeah, yeah. for no apparent reason. <laughs> we then get lots of the stock footage of shark attacks from all the other films. Yeah. And it's so weird because the fashions change so much. <laughs> the quality changes a lot. Yeah. 
there's like wooden boardwalks that have appeared out of nowhere mm-hmm. that are getting eaten, bitten, uh, split in two. Yeah. People are falling in the water, but like, like whoa, whoa, <laughs> oh, and they're falling in the water. There's the colour of the blood changes between each fucking scene. <laughs> Glenda's like, do something, Tommy, save them. And Tommy's like, you think I'm crazy? <laughs> like, well, yeah, he's got a point. And what I also, also don't understand is every appearance the beach has made previous to this scene mm-hmm. it's been dead yeah there's been no one there even though i'm assuming we're meant to believe this is the height of summer yeah but there's been no one on these beaches <laughs> in this scene the crowd that were at the aquarium earlier are now on the beach because mm-hmm. there's fuckloads of people yeah <laughs> they all start scrambling as well even though this is one shark and it's a it's a big beach and it's one shark but people on the boardwalks or people who are on the beach itself are like scrambling yep. and knocking into each other and knocking each other into the water. And it's like, this is completely unnecessary. Oh, you, know, you, need, you need to calm yourself down. <laughs> this is like the most action you get in the film. It's the, um, most... the shark breaks the pier and... Uh, so... <laughs> Susie's wheelchair rolls down and just throws her in. (laughs) Vanessa jumps in to save Susie while Susie is constantly kicking her paralysed legs. Yeah, so there's very, again, very obvious stock footage of, uh, like, a point of view um, of the the shark under the water. Mm -hmm. And the girls are trying to get back onto the shore and climb this ladder or whatnot. And uh, it's very clear that Susie's legs are kicking yeah. in the water. Um, yeah, she manages to get to safety uh, and then Vanessa gets eaten by the shark. Yes. And, uh, my question is, why have... A character like Susie in this film being a wheelchair. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary because you're not because then you're using stock footage that's clearly not of someone who was paralyzed. Yeah. So it just looks stupid. And then is it purely for the scene where you can have a wheelchair rolling down and then going <laughs> into the water? But is that purely the only reason? It must have you been. Have it this, must have been. You know, character in a wheelchair for that scene set up. Because they used it for the trailer, so <laughs> it must have been that reason. But yeah, maybe they were just like, we just really need to get this in the film, just to make make it happen. Susie's rushed to hospital, <laughs> and the nurse says the doctor said it was only a momentary shock. Tomorrow she can go home. Now take that in mind. Can remember that. What the weird thing, just going back just slightly, so when Vanessa is eaten by the shark, essentially what the actress is doing is just going under the water and pretend <laughs> because but then she's like kicking and then the whole thing and so much in this film is taken off jaws. 
So the hole <laughs> been pulled down and then sort of scrambling to get back yeah. up to the surface. She does that and then she it happens again and she stays under. Mm-hmm. But this giant shark that's meant to be doing this is nowhere to be seen. No. So it's just an it's like she's doing some a really bad synchronized swimming <laughs> act. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's from... But the camera is, you know, a bird's eye view of it. So we should be able to see the shark. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Uh, Susie asks Dag if Vanessa is okay. And he's... <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's at home with Billy. Billy is standing right there in the hospital with them. Yeah. <laughs> and she says... Why lie to her? And there's never a moment. So, no, she's fine. She's at home with Billy. But for the rest of the film, Susie never questions No, this. she couldn't give a shit. And there's never a moment where she's sad about Vanessa's death. No. There's also, after this scene, there's no mention of Vanessa. No, no one cares. <laughs> She's she's forgotten about it so fast. Uh, uh, after this, um, Vanessa, not Vanessa, um, Susie goes, sharks are really bad. And Dag looks directly at Sam and says, there are far worse animals. No, the, the shark just literally fucking murdered loads of people. Yeah. Just, it, it literally, yeah, just eight people in front of you. <laughs> Two nurses take Susie into a lift. Uh, it looks really serious considering it's only a bit of shock and she's going to be home tomorrow. Yeah. They take her into a lift. Dak attempts to join them and the nurse is like, sorry, sir, you're not allowed. And they close the lift door on him. Yeah. I'm sure you should be allowed. <laughs> Francis tells Sam that he needs to offer a reward to anyone who kills the shark. But Sam says he doesn't have the authority Without, and before he can f- finish his sentence, Billy's like, without what? Without what, you fat fuck? And starts shaking him. Why is he calling him a fat fuck? Yeah, it's shocking. He's not even fat. Oh my God. I'm quite rude. Dag is suddenly a shark expert. Uh, and he holds a conference for the town on how to kill a tiger shark and where it attacks. And he says, the tiger shark we are looking for is a homicidal maniac. <laughs> yeah, and then he starts, like, slapping himself in areas <laughs> that the shark will try to, you know, bite you here and here and here and here. <laughs> but then he turns around and says, but Billy's the real expert. You tell him, Billy. <laughs> And Billy's just basically, yeah, what he said. But he, he gives the lowdown on how to kill a shark. Um, apparently there's specific places that you have to shoot. Like it's a fucking Zelda game. Yeah, Sam offers up a reward. And then, in a bizarre series of events, it's revealed that he's working with the Mafia. And they want the shark killed immediately. The shark's really pissing the Mafia off. Yeah, so, yeah, a Mafia stereotype visits Sam and he says they've invested a lot of money in real estate in this town <laughs> and they need the shark gone. Um, <laughs> it really wasn't fucking necessary. So unnecessary, especially this late in the film, to introduce a little mafia uh, su- <laughs> su- subplot. Uh, 
Ronnie goes out and tries to kill the shark with Glenda, Tommy, and another guy who we've never introduced to. Complete randomer. Larry, Bob, Dag, and Billy go on another boat to hunt the shark, and they spend ages waving to Gloria and Susie as the fucking Star Wars theme song starts to play. <laughs> We're not even fucking joking. It's it's very disorientating because it's the start of the Star Wars theme. But just before, and this must be a copyright thing, because yeah. it's dead on. It's dead on the Star Wars theme. But before it goes, da 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 or whatever, um, before it goes to that point, it moves into something else, like a real generic theme. Yeah. And it's really disorientating, because it's... in your head, yeah. you're playing along with it, and you're, you're ready. It'd be like, you know, it, a popular song suddenly changed its lyrics and tempo halfway through. You'd be like, yeah. what? But it's it must be the whole under 30 seconds copyright thing. But, I mean, either way, why the fuck would you randomly use a Star Wars <laughs> theme in Cruel Jaws? <laughs> as they're waving goodbye on this <laughs> boat. And then it plays again. Yeah. As Glenda is rocking out to something on her cassette player. <laughs> which, again, is very disorientating. Dag is far too happy and talking about sharks and whaling. Um, and whippersnappers. And whippersnappers. When Billy rudely interrupts him and says, no, this is no ordinary shark. And then the scene just ends. Yeah, he's got some sort of like sonar remote, hasn't he? Yeah. That uh, I don't understand. Um, Susie. In a bizarre series of events. Uh, Susie tells Gloria... She's tired of playing with Cookie and Daisy, and she can't wait to leave the well, aquarium. She literally says the exact words, I hate this place, I can't wait to go. To which Gloria's like, really? You know, she's surprised. And Susie, without like laughing or changing her demeanour, no. <laughs> says, no, I was just playing tassels in the air. Building tassels in the air. Building tassels in the air. To which <laughs> Gloria says, you mean castles in the air. You silly thing. You silly bitch. <laughs> now, I, you had to Google this, didn't you? I did. And after this, Sue says, isn't that what I said? I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. I Googled it. Castles in the air. Why do you make it sound like Edith Massey? Because that's who she fucking sounded like. Um, I Googled it and... Castles in the air means visionary, unattainable schemes, daydreams. So this bitch is daydreaming about hating living in this aquarium and playing with dolphins. It makes no kind of sense. I, I genuinely... The person writing this must have been fucking absolutely coked off their heads or oh. fucking drunk or something. Because this doesn't make a slight bit no, of sense I at would, all. There's something's lost in translation there. <laughs> something's not making sense. But aren't these all American actors? Yeah. Why are they not turning around and saying, oh, I can't say that, it makes no sense. <laughs> I've heard of Castles in the Sky. But I still don't think that fits either. No. Anyway... Ronnie, Glenda and the other guy spot the shark. Ronnie shoots at it. No, we're talking about a, a bizarre series of events. Yeah, well, we must as well say it for the whole scene, yeah. In a bizarre series of events. Um, 
he starts shooting at the shark. The shark hits the boat. The propeller starts cutting at the shark. Tommy can't move the boat. Ronnie tries shooting the shark again, which is fine now. that The shark's not near the propeller. Um, it starts eating the bait. But then Ronnie falls in and gets eaten. Glenda reacts to this by screaming, pouring gasoline everywhere. And Tommy, like a fucking idiot, shoots the shark with a flag gun whilst the gasoline is going all over him. And the boat explodes, killing all three of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> idiotic sequence of chaotic events. I was... And the more we go through this, the more I think that they sat there and said, okay, guys, we have this stock footage. <laughs> We have this. We can use this. Because, I, I mean, there's got to be some copyright legalities. Yeah. Or something. On IMDb, it does say... It does give the writer of the Jaws novel... Um, isn't it Bletchley? Is it? I don't know. I can't remember. But it does give him credits as a writer. Mm. So, I'm not sure about the legalities of all this footage from other <laughs> films. But seemingly, we've watched it on Blu-ray, it's been released, you know, I don't, I don't think there's been any copyright issues or anything like that, no. so I don't know. But what I feel they did was that, like, guys, we've got permission to use this footage, so we can use this and we need to build something around it. Oh, one of them's an explosion. Oh, let's, let's, let's explode the boat. <laughs> How are we going to do that? Okay, well, let's have this silly bitch go crazy... <laughs> With some gasoline, and then them use a flare gun. <laughs> and I find, and I have to say, and we talk about the representation of women in these films a lot. But the only woman that actually is allowed to partake in any of this shark killing, is the dumbest one of them all. <laughs> and she's the one that gets them all fucking killed. Yes. You know. But then Tommy's just as stupid. He's having the gasoline poured over him. Yeah. And he still decides to shoot a fucking flare gun. What I, what I also found hilarious, and it happens twice, is that this big piece of meat being used as bait changes through both yeah. scenes. Yeah. Because of the stock footage. So the other bit of bait looks completely different to the mm -hmm. bait they're using. And the, bo the boat looks different as well. Um, but fucking hell. Yeah. I I literally I gasped. I was like, "Oh, what? What? Was, what did I just watch?" <laughs> a cop somehow knows about this um, and notifies Francis. So Francis says he's going to tell Sam the bad news. Yeah, because Dag and whoever Dag's boat, they're like, "Oh, what was that noise? This was an explosion." I don't know how far away these boats are yeah. from each other. Surely they should be quite close mm -hmm. if they're after the same shark. But they were like, oh, what was that? Oh, it sounded like an explosion to me. Um, but that's all. They didn't yeah. see anything. They didn't witness any of it. So I don't know who witnessed this and told the police department about this. Mm -hmm. But apparently they know and the deputy tells um, Francis about it all. Yeah. Um, 
Dag's boat then gets stuck. Yeah. Dag attempts to check it out. Bob runs up to him, says, It's my job. I'm the houseman, houndsman, and uh, then just jumps into the water. Yeah. Um, turns out there's some rope that's tangled uh, in the propeller. As the footage suggests that the shark is incredibly close <laughs> to Bob, but then just kind of gives up. He's like, nah, I don't want to eat him. Um, at this point, I realise that the shark has gotten rid of that boy that's attached to it. Yeah. So, I don't know what's happened to that. Um, I'm also very confused by what exactly Dag, Bob and Larry do. <laughs> because if they have their own jobs on the boat, mm-hmm. are they also fishermen? Maybe. If he's a helmsman on the boat, yeah. then that must be their boat. They must go out and do something. Mm-hmm. But if they only run an aquarium, I suppose, do they catch the fish for their two dolphin and one seal <laughs> to cut down on costs? Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> no idea. None of this fucking film makes sense. Uh, a Coast Guard flies above them and tells them to return to the port immediately. And like, yeah, okay. Yes! So I was under the impression, because you got the fucking Star Wars theme, I was under the impression that this was it. Yeah. This was them going on their boat journey together and killing the shark. Yeah. Getting rid of him. Um, they had their goodbyes, their waves that lasted mm-hmm. fuck knows how long. And so the Coast Guard in the helicopter says, no, you've got to come ashore. And I thought they were going to, no, we're not. We're not going ashore <laughs> until this shark is dead. I thought this was the moment in the film. But it's not. They're like, like, no, we just go back. <laughs> they just go back. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Give a shit. It's like, yeah, okay, then. Because, we'll just leave the shark here. Because... By this point in the film, um, we'd stopped and started a lot, which we have to do sometimes for our notes and try and um, sort of digest what we've just seen or try and make some sense of what we've just seen. But I felt like the film had been on for about two two hours. Um, So I was like, okay, this is the conclusion. Turns out it hadn't. And we've got another, like, 40 fucking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So clearly this was just shoehorned in. Yeah. So Francis has decided now's the time for him to be a hero. So uh, he goes out in a helicopter to kill the shark. Uh, Freddie Mercury is flying the helicopter. Yes. And I mean an actual Freddie Mercury look like he's got the moustache, everything. Um... But the shark is revealed to be eight metres long. How do we know he's eight metres long? Because he tells... Francis tells us. He must be over eight metres long. We need a bigger helicopter. Uh, (laughs) Again, this is clearly some stock footage that they had. They were like, okay, we need to get a scene around this. Let's just have Francis in a helicopter. Um, Clearly at no point did the actor playing Francis go up into the sky in a helicopter. (laughs) Um, so, apparently the shark being over eight metres long uh, is enough to allow it to bump into the helicopter, making Francis fall into the water and get eaten. But he just just, jumps out. He, yeah, 
So he takes some meat and ties it and lowers it. So they're in the helicopter and he lowers this meat. It's attached to this rope. So this is meant to be bait so he can shoot the shark. Yeah. So then, obviously, this is all intercut with stock footage. So the colour... The colour of the helicopter changes between <laughs> scenes. The colour of the meat changes between scenes. Yeah. The... I... And I would hazard to guess that Freddie Mercury was part of another film as well. <laughs> and wasn't actually... So it was only the actor playing Francis that was involved. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure there's one bit where a hand goes towards Freddy mm-hmm. and the clothing is completely different. There's also shots where um, the length of Francis's hair changes. Mm-hmm. Like when it, like silhouettes and, and such. I don't know what he intended to do. No. But so he's thrown this meat in. It's bait. It's attached to a rope that's attached to the helicopter. So it's meant to be one of these things that you airlift people with. Mm-hmm. So it's attached to the helicopter. Um, the shark grabs hold of it and is so strong it starts pulling the <laughs> helicopter down. Francis is trying to shoot at the shark, but like everyone else in this fucking film, can't get a shot, you know, anywhere near the shark. Like, seriously, you no. never see a, a shark actually shot in this fucking film. So, but it's so strong, it pulls the helicopter down and it manages to bite into... I'm not sure which of the films this is from. I'm not massively familiar with the Jaws films. I think uh, Gary is a little more. But manages to bite the helicopter <laughs> and Francis jumps out yeah. <laughs> into the ocean and gets yeah. eaten. What was his intentions? <laughs> why did he see this going another way? And why didn't he cut the rope at any point and be like, no, it's a bad idea, bad idea, let's go. Yeah. A that, fucking idiot. That's the end of the hero that is Francis. Um, the mafia boss sends two thugs out to kill the shark. One with an Hawaiian shirt who won't stop moving his eyebrows. And a really cool dude in sunglasses. Sam is mad at Gloria for being mad at him about Ronnie dying uh, and the Mafia involvement. So he locks her in her room. To which, in an actual nighttime scene, actually filmed at nighttime, Gloria escapes through her window, um, immediately ends up in an office where Bob, Larry, Billy and Dagger talking and tells them about the Mafia. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a little confused at this point. Because surely they just want the shark dead. Yeah. Everyone just wants this shark dead. Sam, who has been our antagonist, uh, because the mayor's disappeared now. The mayor's gone. Yeah. No idea where he's gone. Sam, who has been our antagonist, wants the shark dead. Mm -hmm. We don't like him, but he wants the shark dead. The mafia, who have suddenly appeared, want the shark dead. Mm -hmm. Our heroes want the shark dead. So why do they need warning about the Mafia killing the shark? Exactly. Wouldn't they be like, oh, the Mafia, I bet they'll do a really good job of it as well. <laughs> because of the reward. Turns out they don't. Because of the reward, they all want the fucking reward. They want the reward. So they want the $100,000. Yes. 
and the title of uh, America's Next Drag Superstar. <laughs> uh, but surely they're being super selfish now. But it's the mafia. Fucking just break his kneecaps and get the hundred thousand dollars from him. Like, it's it, true. Yeah. where are you it's fighting true. for it? You're the mafia. You can do whatever the fuck you but want. They want the shark dead because it's ruining business. Yeah, but they could kill the shark and rob the money off. Do you know what would have been a really interesting film? The actual mafia going after the shark. <laughs> that would have been really interesting. What with those two fucking morons Not that those they send? Two, but like Goodfellas meets Jaws. That'd be great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, <laughs> Gloria tells Dagging the Boys about the Mafia, and for some reason, this makes them think that Susie's in danger. Um, I mean, Susie probably is in danger, because you fucking left this child, who's like eight years old, in a fucking wheelchair, on her own, at the aquarium. Yeah, They fucking true. left her there alone. Yeah. Whilst they were there talking about sharks in an yeah, office. Susie's by herself. Why couldn't they have this discussion at the aquarium? Yeah. They, uh, they leave to go and get her, but Billy runs back in to turn the light off to save electricity. Um, He's got some sort of plan out as well, isn't he? Some yeah, this is about the uh, the Cleveland wreck. So they've, they've figured out that a shark keeps going to this Cleveland wreck uh, from the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. The Mafia thugs go into the office and steal the information on where the shark is. Bob and Larry go to the boat and they're like, everything looks okay here. The Mafia guys come out of nowhere and in sync say together, wrong, and knock them both out before deciding to fix the engine for them. They knocked them out and decided they would fix their fucking boat for them. The confusing part is I I thought they were going to steal this boat. Yeah. So that's why they knocked them out to steal their boat. Because uh-huh. apparently the Mafia didn't have a boat. But then the next... Because it cuts to the next day. It cuts to the next day. It cuts to, like, night, uh, daytime. Yeah, Bob and Larry are fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they don't mention it, do they? Either. No, they but don't mention anything about it. the Mafia get on a different boat. Yeah. There's no point to the scene. They steal the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. And so they know about the Cleveland wreck. And then they go off on their own boat. So what what was the point? They didn't know that they would have a blueprint of where the shark goes to. Yeah. Because for all they knew, I mean, the the mafia don't know that the shark is, you know, Navy trained. No. (laughs) It sounds so weird to say it. Um, They don't know that. So this is just a shark that could go anywhere it wants. You know, it's just an animal. Um, But yeah, they steal this blueprint. Yeah. Again, Bob and Larry don't mention a single <laughs> thing about this. They Just don't. like earlier on, um, when something else happened, I, I can't. I actually can't remember now. Um, but yeah, the things just happen in this film, and they move on like it didn't happen at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all that is then rendered completely pointless because the mafia go out, find the shark. Struggle to shoot it like everyone else in the film, and then end up being killed. Well, well you've not you've not done it justice. Before that, how have I done? Dag do this justice. Well, Dag hits the end. Well, Dag looks at the engine. They try starting the boat. It doesn't work. So he hits it like shit, and then it works. They don't question how it's magically fixed just by a quick hit to it. Um, and him saying shit. I thought that was after the Mafia. No, killed. no, no. Or was it then that's After that, that's when the Mafia go to explore the Cleveland. And one of them says, 
Be careful, man. This shark has been trained by the Navy. <laughs> and that's the big reveal. So they got that from the blue. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, before the shark eats both of the mafia guys, one of them says, I'll get you, motherfucking shark. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Dag and the boys have their big moment again. They do. And uh, Susie's like, Daddy, give that shark a punch in the nose from me. And he's like, I will, sweetheart. And she stays with Gloria again, waves them off again. The Star Wars fucking theme song starts playing again. And they go out to the Cleveland wreck. So stupid. This it already happened. We had this moment. We had this moment the previous day. <laughs> And then when they get there, Larry, Bob and Billy go down to the, to the wreck and <laughs> Dag stays behind and he's like, God be with you, boys. <laughs> so then we get, and, um, and I will say, a really boring it's scene. So it's so boring and so long. Of them rigging up some sort of um, dynamite. Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely no tension whatsoever no. <laughs> because the stock footage we get for this scene is of fish and octopus <laughs> rather than a shark. So there's no impending danger no. being established. Um, this is clearly, again, taken from another film because underwater they're in scuba diving gear putting all these dynamite out. Yeah. When they emerge... From the ocean back onto the boat, they're in their normal clothes yeah. again. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Dag spots this. This is also very confusing. Dag spots the shark and starts shooting from the boat. Yeah. Which certainly is that not dangerous? It is. Everyone else is underwater. Everyone else is underwater, so he can't see them. And also, they're setting up dynamite underwater. Uh-huh. If a stray bullet hit the dynamite, it would go kablooey. Yeah. And kill them. Bob and Larry emerge, but Billy is still underwater. He's still there. What I, Bob? He's doing what though? Bob jumps back in like straight away. I was like, "Where's Billy? I'll get him." And jumps in straight away. <laughs> Doesn't even like put his scuba fucking oxygen on properly. Don't know why Billy's stuck under the water. Don't know what he's doing. Again, there's still no tension. Um, I've got here. Where the actual fuck is this shark? <laughs> Billy emerges without any explanation as to what was wrong. But he's like... (sighs) (sighs) That sounded like an orgasm. But really, it's a distress. And then so does Bob. Yeah. He leaves the water. But, again, Bob stays down there for far too long. What's Billy coming back up? What's going on? (laughs) Then, some explosions occur... Including stock footage. Now, I don't know which of the films it's from. I'm assuming it's the shittest of the, all of them. Where the shark... Like, stock footage of a shark's head being blown up. It's almost as if it's like papier-mâché shark being blown up. Yeah. And then there's just loads of stock footage of explosions. They start cheering and hugging each other. Yeah. 
and then we cut straight to these dolphins jumping, don't we? Yeah. But as uh, if it's part of the explosions. Yeah. But before this, again, the shark is so close to Bob, but it's just like, nah, nah. don't want him. Bob just clearly does not look like a tasty tree. No. So yeah, cut to the aquarium. Anyone apart from Gloria. Um, everyone's happy watching the dolphin show, including Sam, who's reluctantly clapping along. Uh, Sam then gives a big speech during the show and presents a check to Dag when Puppy the Seal pushes him into the pool again. And we get close-up shots of Dag and Susie laughing. Maniacally. Uh, maniacally, <laughs> it's true. Ah, it's like fucking Skeletor And laughing. then we, we get the title card again, the exact same shot we had when it first appeared. And we get credits with the Star Wars theme. Yes, we do. Oh... Poor John Williams that's, getting that's... proper ripped off in this, isn't he? It's Cruel Jaws. Two, two for the price of one. That is Cruel Jaws. <laughs> cruel Jaws. Also, one thing we didn't mention is the fact that no more than one man at the same time could have the top off in this film. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. and, and most of the time, it, they just didn't have the shirts off. You had all these women in bikinis, but... It was only every now and then you'd see someone with their shirts off. And they've cast hunky men in the film with yeah. six packs. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> and also, no nudity. I was surprised. I was surprised there was no nudity, actually. I was very surprised. Um, yeah. The role of women in this film is so weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's fucking bizarre. It's an absolute trash to piece. It is trash to piece gold. This is definitely up there for me with some of the best. It was, and to do a quote I use quite often, um, it made no kind of sense, but it sure was entertaining. I will give it that. There was some boring moments. <laughs> well, mainly when they were in the water at the end. Mainly. It, it, do you know what was the most boring moments? Was the stock footage moment. <laughs> Yeah, they could have just removed the shark from they that film and I would have been way more interested. It was the dialogue, my lord. It, it, yeah, it it really does have to be seen to be believed. I've I've never witnessed dialogue like that in a film. Yeah. It it, it gives the room a room for its money. And and you know what, it's even references the room like many years before the room was even made. Like all the little Oh hi, oh hi Francis. <laughs> oh hi, Bob. But it's it's so what I find so weird about it is because when you get like translations, so if it was filmed in Italian mm. and filmed in Italy, and for a sort of bigger market, they pretend it's American, they pretend it's in America. I understand that, so the dialogue comes off quite weird. Or the acting comes off quite stilted because it's being dubbed by someone who's not the actual actor. Blah de blah de blah. This was American actors speaking English, yeah. and it still came off as if it was dubbed. Yeah, <laughs> it was so weird. And the oh, and why did no one, none of the American people on set say, Do you know what? That sounds weird. That <laughs> does. Or that's not a phrase anyone yeah. uses. In this situation. It's, it's a very strange going on. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching it and I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be seen to be believed. Uh, do do it as a Jaws marathon. Whack it on the end. It's Jaws do 5. Do you know what, Jaws 5? 
And you might appreciate Jaws four a little more. If, even if you even if you recognise some scenes from Jaws two and three whilst watching it. Yeah, yeah. I just think they're flashbacks. And let us know what you think of Cruel Jaws. We are Horrible Trash over on Facebook and Instagram. Horrible Trash on Twitter. I'm Delek Gaz ninety two on Letterboxd. Gaz Cruz ninety two on Twitter and Gazmo two hundred five on Instagram. I'm Chris Barker eight two three on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Uh, give us a rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Like a follow on everything else. Again, our uh, tickets are available for the Hellraiser screening at the Travertown Pit House in Manchester. Uh, 7 o'clock on the 30th of September, £7.50 a ticket, available from all our social media sites. Next week, we will be bringing you uh, two episodes. First up, on Tuesday, we will be talking The Mutilator. A film I don't remember a lot, but I just remember not enjoying it, um, so that'll be fun. Did we watch it together? No. 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 I, watched... I feel like I haven't watched it then. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great, um, from what I can remember. And then on Friday, it's original versus remake time, and we are bringing you a Piranha original versus remake threesome special. Nice, I think. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we haven't seen the 90s one yet. That that could be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be a lot to talk about. I think so. Which, you know... You might not, or I might not always enjoy the film, but sometimes I think I'll, we'll get a, a decent podcast episode out of it. Yes. So we'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye.